Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, it appears to be the end of an era, E-R-R-O-R, as CM Punk appears to have finished his time with AEW+. Nikki is no longer a superhero. Logan Paul thinks he has one lucky punch, and we finally smell what Pebbles is cooking. So tune in right now before before the UK loses another prime minister because it's episode 313 of kings of the rings podcast exclusively on wrestle attic radio and it starts right now Yankees, I swear. Dude, watching Michael K go off on them though is so refreshing. I have not seen that. You have to send me a link. Dude, he's been burning. He's burnt Boone to the ground. It's uh, like Michael K is this close to saying, you know what? I fire Aaron Boone. As <laughs> <laughs> you all know, Steinbrenner. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to King's Rings Podcast, episode number 313, The Schism. Thank you, Mr. French. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T. And we were going to have the K Murphy, but we think that we've lost K. K, can you say, can you say anything? K. K. All right, it's just us, just us boys, just us boys today, Willie T and King Ricky Rose. Well, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. You know, hearing this intro, I actually listened to our very first intro, actually my very first intro for the first time in a long time. I'm sorry time, to hear about The other day. Finally, no, I didn't finally return my Yeezys. I never bought my Yeezys. Um, but it, I'm still so proud of that intro. It's my favorite of all time, even though the one we've got now is pretty great. But yeah. Uh, it's time! It's time! It's Yeah, the best. Oh, the 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 magic of college kids editing when we have no idea what we're doing. Oh, I no no no! I knew exactly what I was doing. This wasn't good. Ah, yeah, that's right, Jim. Mr. Fred, thank you for for the props on our night's graphics. It's three hundred thirteen. The schism. It's a little bit of a slow, uh, slow week in wrestling. Although the things that we are going to talk about are. Pretty big news to be completely honest with you. I really hope Kay Murphy was going to be here, but I think we've lost Kay on on the pre-show, unfortunately. So it's going to be just us guys giving us opinions on things that we really don't care about. One of those things I don't care about is CM Punk. However, he is one of the biggest news topics that's going on this week in wrestling. So here's the deal. CM Punk, for all intents and purposes, is not going to be returning to AEW. His time in AEW is done. And it's completely his fault. Now, in order for him to be... Yeah, again. (laughs) Now, in order for CM Punk to to officially leave AEW, he had to have his contract get bought out because there was some time left on his contract, considerable amount of time left on his contract. And so AEW essentially had to buy out his contract. Um, And that's where we're at right now. They've already fired Ace Steel, who, besides... As Burger T said, who the hell's Ace Steel? Um, so the only thing left is really is really Mr. Punk here. Um, and there are a couple of things that are holding up these buyout negotiations at this point. Uh, number one, 
he did take some time off. He was a champion and he was injured. So they're talking about what money he would be owed, even though he was going through an injury and took time off for that injury before the media scrub fiasco. And number two, um, to, I believe it's being, you have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe Tony Khan in particular is um, trying to add potentially a no non-compete clause to buy him out of his contract. You know, I don't think he needs one. A no-compete. Because um, remember who mm-hmm. runs WWE now? Triple H. And if you believe any or all of the rumors, they don't get along too well. Um, so I I don't see him going back to WWE. I don't see him going anywhere, to be honest. If I don't see him being in the public eye for a very, very long time, if ever again. Uh, yeah, fuck this guy, first off. Um, if I was Tony Khan, I would just go straight Godfather and be like, here's my offer to you. Nothing. You get nothing. Get the fuck out of here. You don't, mm-hmm. just, you don't just bury me into my face in front of the media. You don't just bury my EVPs who started this company. You don't just bury my talent. You don't bury my title. You don't bury my company. You don't bury my money. And if you're going to do all that, you don't get my money. I'll see you. I, if you want to take me to court, fine. You're in breach of, like, was he in breach of contract? Could they have pressed charges? I don't know. I mean, I mean, we still don't know the full story. So I know enough to say CM Punk should never work in wrestling again. No. Like th- th- this fucking guy. I don't. Damn, dude. It's like, what? What did Pryor say, man? Have a coke, a smile, and shut the fuck up. Yes, that yeah. is what he said. Yeah, it's like this. You need it. Yeah, that's what he told Eddie Murphy when Bill and Bill Cosby told him to stop saying like swearing and stop being dirty, which hilarious coming from Bill Cosby. He was like, "Man, yeah, right? you just tell Bill to have a coke, a smile, and shut the fuck up." And shut the fuck up. Yep. And that's, that's what CM Punk is. I see a punk. Go smoke a fucking cigarette, smoke a joint, and have a beer, and just chill out. All right, just chill the fuck out. This guy, this guy is just a modern day Bret Hart, but worse. I know I've made that joke before, but I'm making it again because he's just, it's he's right. also less talented than Bret. Yeah, he's way less talented. He is, he is. I I think I hate him more than Bret Hart now, and I fucking hate Bret Hart for no reason. I remember when CM Punk used to was supposed to be the savior of wrestling. They people people put him up as some sort of essentially from JBL's standpoint a wrestling god, and he, he was. is. He was for a while. He yeah. was. And he, he, he he was my favorite wrestler. Until until yeah. he left, like I I was a big fan of Killswitch Punk. Um, yeah, a lot of before. That's when he that's when he became my favorite in that 20, 2011 run or twenty thirteen run or whatever it was. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, I was justified for liking this guy the entire my entire life. Yeah, the the issue with Punk is that Punk is his own worst enemy. Yeah, he like he, and when Punk first came back and he held off for so long. Um and he he cut that promo was it was on Rampage right the first one yeah yeah when he, he came back and yeah, when he came back and he cut that promo it was brilliant it, it was like it was as if he never lost a step he he put everything into perspective the best thing about Punk was not his in ring skills whatsoever there are tons of other better in ring wrestlers the fact of the matter is Punk was able to tell a story. And hook you on that story so well, but that no matter what happened in the ring, you were already sold because you believed in the story. <laughs> and and that's telling. that's the secret to wrestling, right, man? Like you don't <clears throat> you don't need to be the most athletic guy. You don't need the acrobatics, the flips and shit. 
can you tell a story? And that, and that to me still is the biggest difference between AEW and WWE. AEW, way more athletic, right? Sure, it, yeah. WWE could be that athletic, but they tell them not to for good reason because AEW, everyone's always fucking hurt. So, yeah. It's the like big difference, WWE tells way better stories. Mm. Even it's when like they're hurt. Pro- <laughs> it's like the, pro- yeah, right. It's like the promo of the miscut on, um, on Daniel Bryan, the Talking Smack promo. Because when Daniel Bryan was like, I think you, you wrestle the WWE, I think you wrestle like a coward. And he goes, the reason I wrestle that way is because I can do what I do all year long and not get hurt. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, well, here's the thing. Right. They're, they're both right. right? It's just, yeah. that's, that's just different philosophies, different styles of wrestling. Now, you can, yeah. you can prefer one to the other. I prefer WWE's version. A lot of people prefer AEW's version. A lot of casuals would prefer AEW's version. And that's sure. fine, right? Which is why Daniel Bryan left, which props yeah. to him. But Miz, Miz is also right because he does wrestle safe. Because look, he's been around forever. He's always in a good storyline, at least for the, mm-hmm. at least for eighty percent of his career, which can be not the same for most people. Um, and again, he and he's reliable. He's never yeah. hurt. He's been injured once, and it might have been fake. <laughs> no, but it was that he blew out his knee or something like yeah. that. And that then, was like, recently. He, he, he was in a wheelchair for too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then from that, he came back, won money in the bank, and cashed in and became the first ever two-time Grand Slam champion. Yeah. Love The Miz. Love, I love that I was <laughs> yeah. about him, too. Yeah. The Miz, the Miz is money. Um, it, and it's just... Punk is... It's sad. It's so disappointing, this fall from Grace. I haven't... I don't think I am having this... I've never been a big CM Punk fan. But this is... And, you know, it's going to be a little bit of buzz. It's going to... Gonna, Trigger some people real quick. This reminds you of when we lost the 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 glam and the shine off the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, there was so much there, um, and Punk may have seen, Punk may have reached its potential, but the Velveteen Dream was was the golden goose of the WWE Performance Center. And everything that they have worked for, like that would have been the model and the prototype of how to build a character from scratch and from a relative nobody. And it all went to flames just like that. It's just, it's just a damn shame, dude. Yeah. Again, it's like, I don't, I don't know how, like, what were you thinking, dude? I'm talking to Phil now, Phil Brooks. Yeah. You know, I've heard some defensive, you know, the heat of the moment, the match, and the main event, adrenaline's pumping. I get that, right? Like, I, I, I can sympathize with that, but it's just like, bro, you gotta be a professional. He's been, he's been in, he's been in wrestling for way too long to not know how to keep his cool. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, the, the, and he had he had issues with the locker room. It's like, dude, you're supposed to, like, they brought you in here to be a leader, a locker room leader. And if you don't want that role, fine. You know, locker room leaders shouldn't be crowned. They should be accepted. Yeah. Like, if you want, like, Jer- Jericho and Moxley are locker room leaders because they are, and they also, because they want to be. If Punk doesn't want to yeah. be, that's fine. He shouldn't have to be. But don't go burying the talent and shitting on the legends. Which allegedly yeah. backstage he does do, which is like, dude, like, why are you actually here then? Stroke is on ego. 
And that's just a damn shame. That's a damn shame. And that exists in any form of entertainment, which, which, which in and of itself isn't too bad. Like, you, you can be there for yourself and stroke your own ego and be there for the money. That's fine. That's totally justifiable yeah. reason to protect you and your family and just make that cash. But when you're dragging everything else down, there's, there, you know, there's lines that get crossed, and it seems like he crossed every single one of them. Yeah, and he, I, I, I believe he did. And here's also the thing about uh, AEW. At this point in time in the life of AEW after CM Punk, if you look at tonight's card, they don't need CM Punk. They have enough talent and enough good story. CM Punk is a draw that transcends their fan base. I get it, but looking at this right now, I'm looking at this card right now for Dynamite because we're not watching Dynamite, obviously. You have Moxie versus um, versus Penta for the title tonight, which is great. Cool. Jericho, uh, Jericho and Danny Garcia, Team ROH at this point versus Claudio um, and, we- and Wheeler Yuta. You have FTR versus Swerve in our glory. Number one contenders for the tag titles, Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara, MJF's going to cut a ridiculous promo, and Riho, which everybody loves for some reason, and Jamie Hayter. I don't see where CM Punk fits into all of us, to be honest with you. Well, he's the name. He's recognition. He's, he, he's, he's, he's the name, yeah. Like, he he really was a huge deal for them. Like, he he did push them into a new level. He really did. It a- was a huge guy. AEW, that is. But with him gone... I haven't watched AEW since, like really. I I, I don't think I, I I don't think I've watched a full episode of Dynamite in maybe a, a month or two. He really mm-hmm. did just suck all the air and the care out of the AEW bubble for me. Um, I'll still watch some pay per views, um, like the day mm-hmm. after, but I just I'm not invested in AEW. There's only so much time in my day, and AEW is so low on the priority for me. Where it used to be when CM Punk came in, say a year ago. When it came to wrestling, it was the first thing I watched. Now it's, I don't have time for it. I barely have time for Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. And it's just, it's just not, it's just CM Punk made AEW not a priority for me. And I don't know what yes. can happen to make it bring me back. I mean, Jericho signing and Mox signing is great. The Elite coming back would be great. There's a lot of talent I like that. I'm a big fan of Sammy Guevara. I'm a big fan of their roster. But mm-hmm. there's just, this. who cares, right? There's nothing special with AEW anymore. Punk was something special. Yeah, and the the thing about it is, I mean, I know we're talking a lot about Punk and the fiasco because this is the contract buyout too, and I do agree. I don't think he's coming to WWE anytime soon. Now, there is the whole never say never philosophy. Like Vince was, and somebody used the example I was reading, I think on comic.com, Vince made amends with everybody. Vince hated a shit ton of people and made amends with But also a lot of the time, it took Triple H talking to Vince for Vince to make amends. That's how the Warrior story happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but I just like you said. I think CM Punk should just eventually just you know not go by the wayside, stay out of the limelight. Because right now he's there's nothing nothing good will come from him going somewhere else. Yeah, dude. The guys, the guys like being told what to do. Apparently, that's what it looks like. It's like so. Like, yeah. A reason he went to AEW was to stick it to WWE and to stick it to Vince, right? I mean, that was a, a reason, a piece of that pie. So sure, now, yeah. is he going to go back to WWE to stick it to Tony Khan, AEW? Like, sure, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to do. I'm going to stick it to the guy I sticked it to <laughs> by going fired, back to the one I'm sticking to in the first place. Who fired me on my wedding. Yeah. Guy. 
It's just like, I I hate everybody and everybody hates me. I know what I'm going to do. Go back to the person who hated me first. <laughs> They've had the most time. So I know. I know it's going to make my ex jealous. Getting back with my other ex. <laughs> that'll teach that'll them. That'll teach both of them. Yes, that'll that'll teach them. Okay. For sure. It's... It's just sad. Dude, if I was tri- you know what I would do if I was Triple H? I'm not even kidding. That's what I would actually do. Make him the 24-7 champion? No, 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 no. I would I would call Phil Brooks' house and be like, hey, uh, Phil, this is Paul. Uh, got to talk about something. Uh, is AJ home? <laughs> you, you know, I want to see if she wants to come back. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Click. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I was serious, I'd probably bring back AJ. I would totally before. bring back AJ. If she wanted to, I'd bring it back in a heartbeat. She's doing well. Uh, she's helped producing uh, the WOW, uh, the Women of Wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. She, and she, she, wrote a, formally, she wrote a book. Uh, so. Yeah, um, Crazy is My Superpower. Yeah, which I and she's writing, writing that CM money, CM Punk money cash. Of course she that is. high. Um. Yeah, she she helps produce Wow, which was former, which was originally Glow, which they made the Netflix series out of. Yeah. So she's doing that land. Apparently, she's doing really well. Is that good for her? Uh, yeah, no, good talent. for her. Yeah, she's a great talent. I'm just I've I've always been upset that AJ Lee never got the chance to be in this era of women's wrestling. Like she just missed it. Yeah, but we 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 told her this before though. I don't think she would have survived. I think her character, her developed character, probably would have shined a little bit more and kept her around a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, like, do, do you see her beating Sasha in a match? Do you see her beating Charlotte in a feud? Mm. Do you see her tapping out Becky Lynch? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> she might beat Bailey, but like, I couldn't have seen her beating Paige. Well, actually, did beat Paige. Um, yeah, she did. I couldn't have. I my she did beat she beat the Bellas too. Yeah, the four horsewomen. And Bianca, no, she would have beaten like Lacey Evans and Nikki Ash and um, Nikki Cross and and um, Carmella, Alexa Bliss. But I don't think she would have reached that upper. She would have been a great mid card talent, tag champ. Yeah. But I don't think she would have ever won one of the big belts. She would have been a great mid card champion if they had a women's mid card title, which yeah. is the one thing that they're missing. Yeah, she, she was uh, better as a big fish in a small pond for sure. Yeah, it's it's. I just would have loved to see the work she could have done with them from a story perspective because she also had the gift of gab and telling a story too, which she never really got to use. And she kept kissing everybody. She did kiss a lot of people. Yeah. Also, I, saw, I don't know if you saw a complete sideburn. I don't know what made me think of this. I saw What's a up? clip the other day of Justin Roberts on the the uh, the Jerry the Jerry Springer show. What? Yeah, yeah. No. Justin Roberts is on Jerry Springer. And when? dude, like years ago, it was like 15 years ago, like probably before he was in WWE. I'm talking years okay. ago. And he was playing a like a straight up Italian Guido, like the like 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 Jersey Shore Guido. He had a chain, wow. slicked back hair and every accent, everything. And um the story was like his 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 girlfriend was sleeping with his sister and he was grossed out by it. And I guess Fred saw this episode. He said his wife was begging her own sister in the yes, show. Yes, fucking wild, <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. It's the craziest I've ever seen. I mean, this, I mean, this is the fucking guy who comes out to the Gilmore Girls as his theme song on AEW. 
What a career Speaking he's of, had. Speaking of which, Mr. Fred's made a good point. Fred states, uh, you want to know how bad it is with CM Punk and AEW? I bought an AEW shirt with a, with a lot of the roster. Guess who's not on it? <laughs> CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And Fred was at Dynamite like uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple actually. Weeks ago. Yeah, I still yeah. have my CM Punk shirt. I still wear it. It's, gonna, it's a comfy you know, shirt. That's like it fits. I think the one thing that will save or bring some people back if you bring the elite back, but even then... That's all. They're, they're they're still juggling that you have to do with that because now the cat's out of the bag that they've been fucking up. And they still and need so, to be, they still need to be punished. Yeah, like how do you handle that? Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, they've been sus- suspended. Cool. Yeah. Don't fire them. You should definitely not fire them because they still are AVPs and they still are you know the founders of the company. So they they yeah. they deserve that. They took all the risk. They still deserve their spot. But there still needs to be some. Other, like, if you're going to further punch CM Punk, you know, there are two dogs in that fight. Yeah. Yeah, what do you do? And what do you, what do, you do with them? And uh, it's just, oh, man. It's, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens whenever they do return, if they ever return in any sort of wrestling capacity uh, as it is from this company. But let's move along, folks, uh, to some other crazy stuff. Like, essentially, Elimination Chamber is coming back to the... <laughs> To the, to the Western Hemisphere, well, it is going to be in <laughs> Montreal, Quebec, Canada. No, we're not going. It's going to be the politest <laughs> Elimination Chamber match ever. No, after you. No, after you. <laughs> you come out first. No, no, no. You come out first. <laughs> you want a pinner? You go ahead. Although I heard Montreal is pretty snobby uh, to people who don't speak French, but don't. I that's mean, what super we're snobby people don't speak English, so <laughs> we barely consider them people. Touche, touche. <laughs> so, Elimination Chamber is going to be February 18th, 2023, and I believe it will be the... That's Saturday? That is going to be a Saturday, yes. My birthday uh, is Thursday, word. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I believe that it's going to be the final premium live event um, before WrestleMania. Yeah, February, and then WrestleMania is what, early April? April 1st. April 1st? April Fool's, bitch. First and second. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's good. So there's no, no December pay-per-view. Go to Rumble. Limitation Chamber. And you got a full five-week build or six-week build so, Mania. Yeah. I think that sounds about right to me. I like the Elimination Chamber match. Like, I, out of all the gimmick pay-per-views that should, like, I hate that Hell in a Cell is in October and we have to have one. Elimination yeah. Chamber to me always made sense. It's your last chance yeah. to go to rest, main event at WrestleMania. I think it, just, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I liked it when it was part of Survivor Series the first time in uh, 2002, which I'll be reviewing on the WrestleMania podcast very soon. Oh. Uh, Fred's and I are going to go through Survivor Series 02. You know what happened to Survivor Series 02? That was Shawn Michaels. Uh, Shawn Michaels winning. That's also the debut of, uh, of Scott Steiner in WWE for the first time. Incredible. It's hollow. It's, yeah, it's big Papa Pom. It's hollow if you hear me. The big bad booty daddy, which is one of the greatest names in all of wrestling. It really the is the big bad booty daddy. Fretz and I are gonna do Royal Rumble twenty three on the Fretz. Uh, Royal Rumble twenty three. Royal Rumble oh three on the Fretz. <laughs> I was podcast. like, wow, you're gonna do it live. Good job, Will. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I have no idea who wins no three. I'm assuming it's awesome, but I don't know. Wait, Taquan, you're watching us while you're in the line of a haunted house. Spooky. Very spooky. You should tell people. You should tell all the tell all the haunted house people to follow us. Like just keep, like, hey, follow these guys. Like, hey, something really spooky. I was go, and they can be scared. <laughs> Jaquan, if you want to freak them out, just put your phone on full blast, and Ricky will start screaming the n word halfway through the 
halfway through the haunted house. <laughs> like, watch out! There's a beep in the corner. <laughs> this this will make this will make our video the most watched video we've ever had, and still get pulled by YouTube. Yes, but he's gonna go beep beep. Beep. No, I'm sorry. I, 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 beep, beep is supposed to be the N-word. Um, excuse yeah. me. Beep behind you. Beep incoming. Beep. Move out of the way, you beep. This phone on replace full it, volume. It replaces it like dolphin sounds or something. Ah, that's going to be amazing. So, Limited Exchanger in Montreal, land of apparently the, all the Canadian assholes. Very, very interesting. Uh, Logan Paul cut this promo. On SmackDown. Yeah, sure uh, he about, did. One lucky punch. Yeah, right. Superman but punch. He has one lucky punch um, that could that that could take out Roman Reigns. And I don't know about you, Will, but I thought to myself, he's not believable. Not with this promo. Well, dude, the, uh, the storyline doesn't work in wrestling. Like with Mayweather, when he fought Mayweather... One lucky punch, man. Like it's that's there's some truth to that. Yeah. You know, like he's supposed to fight Anderson Silva. One lucky punch. Either fighter. Like, yeah. That, that can work. Uh doesn't work in wrestling because the punches aren't real. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> one lucky fake punch, and I got him. <laughs> yeah, no, not not the right story to tell. The story to yeah, tell he- is hey. This is gonna make us so much money. Shut up and watch it. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can save this right now, well, Roman's coming back on SmackDown this Friday, so Roman is going to have to pull the promo of his life and have R2 interfere for no freaking reason um, yes. on all of it. Here's how, here's how I want the opening SmackDown to happen. It's probably not going to happen, but here's what I what think. Is the show? Saudi show? Uh, the Saudi show is next week, so it's going to be a go-home show next week. Next Saturday, copy. Yeah, next Saturday, November fifth. Um, I have a brand new smartwatch by that time. Uh, so here's I I want Logan and the Bloodline to do another promo off. Roman's about to speak, and then all of a sudden, our troop comes out. Our troop totally trolls the entire thing. Jay Uso in his coked out binge gets all mad and challenges R-Troop to imagine. R-Troop bugs Bunny, essentially his way to beating Jay, which makes Roman more mad at Jay than he already is. Continues the story. Sure, why not? Yeah, but Logan Paul being this one lucky punch guy, I'm not a fan of this at all. I thought he had something going before, but you know what it is also as well? He's getting eviscerated on the mic every time he tries to challenge one of the members of the Bloodline to a promo. Yeah, he's he's not a good promo. Yeah, it's it's great. It's not his fault. He just got here, you know, like... It takes time to develop, you know, being able to control a crowd. It's one thing to do a lot of stuff on social media where you can do edits and stuff, but he has to now do things live. Yeah, dude, he didn't know what the what chant was. (laughs) That was a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but again, this match doesn't mean anything. He's fighting Roman at a house show in a stadium in another country. A WrestleMania style house show. Yeah, but still, which is weird to say. Still, who cares? Right, yeah. the match is going to be good. That's all that matters. Obi has he's probably has new gear for this too. Yeah, Washington Carbon. Just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the screen goes black. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out with a picture of Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, oh, Logan. <laughs> Oh, sit right there next to Yeezy. Anywho, uh, <laughs> moving on. 
we finally got what we've all wanted for fucking years at this point. Will Crazy Nikki's back? Yeah, that's pretty hot right there. That's a good, that's a good picture. You got Bailey's booty. You got Nikki's wild hair. And uh, yeah. you got some ring ropes. Yeah, yeah, all about the ring ropes, obviously. No, I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy Crazy Nikki's back. Um, freaking finally. I want her to go full sanity, though. Like, full sanity, like, pulling out her hair, all wet, pasty as all fuck, because she's got a tan to her at this point. Probably because she moved to Florida. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot that she was even on the roster. I haven't seen her in so long. Yeah, they, they she she got jobbed uh, one last time as Nikki Ash, and then they let her leave for a little bit, which is brilliant. And now she's re- essentially repurposing herself. Dude, I don't think she's been on Hulu Raw since she dropped the title, the women's title. There's been a lot of nothing matches. Yeah. You know, but I like it. You know what I've enjoyed about this, and this is also, I think, due to Triple H taking over a lot more, is he's allowing people to re, which you'll see a lot in our show today, he's allowing them to rethink their characters and do things that are more natural to them. Because it seems like, as even though we know the story about Nikki ASH was something that she wanted to do, it kind of ran its course very quickly. Yeah, like... Uh, a week. <laughs> <laughs> very quickly. I mean, she became the champion out of it, which is great. It kind of ran its course very quickly, and then, like, it wasn't... She couldn't get out of it. Well, I wonder what it did for Merch and the kids, because that's who it was for, right? Like... Yeah, that's, some, I think that was... Someone's eight-year-old daughter liked ASH. The message was good. Like, it made sense. Like, people have to realize, like, Nikki ASH's character wasn't for adults. It was never meant to be for adults. Yeah, you know, I feel like... <laughs> Most kids won't like it either. It was like almost too cheesy for kids. Like, man, that belongs, that belongs on Nickelodeon, all right? Not USA Network. <laughs> Nick Jr., actually. But it is, I would love to see how her merch sales did as Nikki A.S.H. Probably pretty well for a little bit. I would say so. I think she probably had a positive run for, for a couple of months. Probably. It's low, but now she's back. I wonder... Uh... <clears throat> I wonder if Triple H goes to these people like Nikki Nikki Cross was just like, "Hey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna make it crazy again." <laughs> like, I wonder if it was his idea or if she if he has an open door policy where people go and Nikki Cross could go, "Hey, Triple H, I have an idea, make me crazy again." And Triple H just I, goes, <laughs> "Okay." Well, and I think it's easier for them to do that, one, because of Triple H, but two, also Triple H helped cultivate her in NXT. Like, he helped develop the Sanity character. Yeah, So yeah. he knows he's, exactly he's, what he's getting. He's got the relationship with all of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he knows exactly what he's getting. He's like, yeah, this actually makes sense. Yeah, I mean, do something <laughs> with her. Why not? Yeah. Women's, women's division needs a little bit of help. I mean, it's better. It's way better mm-hmm. than it was a few months ago. Yeah, and now you like you have you have the baby faces, especially on Raw. You have the baby faces. You have the heels, which are essentially damage control, running rough shadow for everybody. Now you have Nikki Cross as a wild card who will essentially just attack everybody for shits and giggles. Yeah, it's like what she did on what's what she did on NXT, which was fantastic. Who she attack on NXT? Anybody. She was a loose cannon. Remember, she oh, was no, the heater. Like she did, not she used to. Okay, Carly. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember, she was the heater on, on Saturday. She was, like, she was the enforcer. Yeah, it was the best. 
God. It was this tiny woman just it was going like, around. damn, I would fuck you in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> like that's where you tiny- live, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> tiny woman just beating the crap out of grown ass men on takeover events for no reason, like flying crossbodies off the top rope. I'm like, what is going on? Ah, it was great. Absolutely great. So I'm happy for Nikki Cross. Congratulations uh, to her. And that she's back and that we don't have to say Nikki A.S.H. ever again. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised she didn't turn heel and go after Bianca because Bianca still has a title, right? Yes. Yeah. No, she went after both of them. Not to both of them? She went after both of them, yeah. She did not care who it was in the ring. Awesome. And to lose Cannon, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I would like to see she- her. Her and Bianca would be interesting. Yeah. It's different. It's new. Some mind <laughs> games, some head games. Maybe she yeah. joins the Wyatt's Wyatt Six that's being rumored. Yeah, yeah, the the Sinister Six, aka the Wyatt Six, which would be also amazing as well. Uh, moving on, uh, well, what are your thoughts on Liv Morgan? Apparently, just loving to get beat down all the time. Like she's not caring if she wins or loses. She just wants to have pain inflicted upon her. I mean, it seems pretty realistic to me if you know what I'm saying. Ayo. <laughs> The next, next thing you know, someone's going to choke her in the ring. She's going to stop coming. Yeah. Like, you, you ever watch Archer? No. Okay, never mind. She she reminds you of a character from Archer who just loves pain for no reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give it a chance, man. I'm not, I'm not, I don't dislike it. I'm more interested in Liv Morgan now than I, ha- than I was during her title run. Yeah, it's something, it seems, a, it's gonna, it's, it seems a little more natural. I think that's, I think you might be right. I think that's what it is. Because Liv's a quirky person. Like, have you ever seen, like, Liv Morgan videos out when she's not being Liv Morgan? Like, her and Nyan Jax are in Target? Yeah, like, she... Liv Morgan's a goofball. Like, an actual giant goofball. She made... You know how Seamus has his Celtic Warrior workouts? Yeah. On YouTube? She made Seamus do a whole booty workout, and WWE posted it. That's pretty funny. So, like, the only thing we're working is the butt. <laughs> you see Seamus, like, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't believe this fella. My ass is pale in my back. <laughs> you know what you need to see? Seamus, I think, recently got married. Um, so you have Seamus posted pictures of him and his wife. He has like four like little fucking dogs. Of course he does. Yeah. That him and his wife own. It's it's really funny. You think Shane is a big ass <laughs> pale guy? He's holding these little ass dogs for him and his wife. It's it is actually look it up. Really, really funny. I, yeah, I guess I can't find it right now, but I do enjoy. Sheamus. I feel like Seamus married or something like that. But I do love this uh, this Liv Morgan thing. She's interesting. She doesn't care if she gets beat down. Yeah, he has to. Be I just wonder what the pay of this. Yeah, another it, workout. Yeah, Liv Morgan's butt workout. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is actually kind of funny. But yeah, no. I mean, props, uh, props them for going a different direction. I think it's definitely a smart move for her. You know, it, it's character progression. So yeah. see where it goes. Give it a chance. I'm excited. So yeah, good for her. You know what it is. She needs. Some, she, think... needs, a, she, needs she needs a fresh coat of paint. Yeah. You know what it is? And I think WWE now under this new regime, because a lot of times you have a character and like there wasn't any progression a lot of the time, which made the people go stale really quickly. And now I think they're pivoting a little bit more 
or that the writers and the performers are allowed or allowed to pivot their character more, even if they're not in a main storyline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're able to like, okay, this is we're gonna we're gonna pivot this way, we're gonna move this way, so on and so forth. Uh, which is good. So there's Liv Morgan, uh, in and of itself. And well, you haven't watched NXT yet, have you? You haven't watched NXT in a long time. No, oh, it's been it's been over a year. Yeah, I will say Halloween Havoc was a really good show. That's good. Uh, I like to hear that. Very entertaining. Yeah, Wesley, in general, won the um won the North American Ladder Match. He's he's the guy from MSK that didn't get fired. I was gonna say Wesley. I think he sounds familiar. Where did he, what did I get? What did I get fired for again? Apparently, the supposed domestic abuse between him and Kimberly, which a, there's a lot of rumors saying that that's right, that Kimberly faked it and lied and all of that stuff, and that uh, Nash Carter was wrongfully, uh, wrongfully let go. God, I can't say how much I don't want to comment on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, like, not a clue. It's 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 back and forth. It's it was it's been very public on social media. Um, because she's tried to, because people have gone after Kimberly and she's tried to rebuttal them, and they've had it's a lot of lot of crazy shit going on with that. I mean, if uh, it's true, up, put him in, put him in jail. If not, shut the fuck up. Yeah, um, I will say that ladder match is crazy because I didn't think Wesley was going to win. Wesley got gorilla pressed out of the ring and through the announce table. Nice, like thrown. Nice. Who threw him? Um, Von Wagner. No, oh yeah, he's the thing. Yeah. So interesting thing about Wesley, here's an ESPN stat for you. Wesley is the first ever person in NXT history to win a title through all three rebrands of NXT, all three generations of NXT. Oh, NXT won- 2.0, then back to regular NXT? Yeah. <laughs> or the mess NXT. So that was good. The triple threat match for the, for the title was fucking amazing as well. Um, Braun Breaker won again. Surprise, surprise. This motherfucker just turned 25 yesterday. Ugh, fuck him, dude. All right. What am yeah, I doing just, with my life? <laughs> just turned, in a few months. Just uh, turned 25 yesterday, which is actually flipping nuts. Uh, we had a lot of Apollo Crews and and Grayson Waller had a had a uh, what was it? They had a casket match. Apollo Crews is still in NXT. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, he wants to go for a title, so I think Apollo Crews and Braun Breaker are going to be the next, going to be the next feud, which I'm fine for. NXT also said they were going to do a new. Um, there's going to be a new, uh, I guess, premium live event. They're calling it Deadline, which is going to be interesting. They just started promoing it. Uh, it's going to happen. In De- it's going to be NXT Deadline. It's going to be in December, which is a great name. Deadline December makes sense. Um, here's what I learned from the cast and match at NXT. Apparently. If you get slammed through the casket, then it's not a win. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't shut, you didn't shut, shut the door. Yeah, because you broke the door. Yeah, they they had to bring out a new casket. Yeah, it's cheating. <laughs> I was like, I did not know. I was watching the show with Charles online. He was like, Do you, like, you get slammed through the casket. Does that count as a win? I was like, I don't know. Let's find out. So. But that Mandy Rose again won. They did half cinematic, half real match, which was actually kind of cool. They started out the thing in like a cinematic way. Um, it was kind of like House of Horrors, but funny as fuck because Gigi Dolan is really funny. Formerly Priscilla Kelly, she's really funny um, as acting with horror and people and stuff. But anyway, Mandy Rose, when she was, she is now 
had the NXT Women's title for a year as of this recording. Good for her. Yeah, which is good. Her going to NXT was good. I liked liked her going to NXT because she got a chance to really get into her. Like, her, the toxic Mandy character is good for her. She got to learn how to wrestle. She got the game. <laughs> yeah. Although the running is still her best move. But it was a matter of because you know how when she was first on Ron Smackdown for a while, she was like the goddess and Corey would simp over her for a long time. Yeah. But she was kind of like the shy girl where I can't now Yeah, she was eye candy. And now she's she was went back to NXT and she got to delve into like more of a natural her. Like she's from Yonkers. She's got an attitude to her. And she finally was like, yeah, I'm hot. I'm that bitch. What are you going to do about it? And like, that's the character you need. And she got a chance to cultivate that. And so good for her. But on NXT, a lot of moving and shit going on in NXT this week. For instance, uh, the Wyatt Family 2.0, a.k.a. Joe Gacy and company, known as The Schism, um, review, uh, revealed their latest member, as you can see here, Will, on our screen. And you know who their latest member was, or is. I do. It's, the, Ro- it's the rock star. I heard about this. If you smell what Ava Rain is cooking, Ava Rain is the name she was going by, formerly known as Pebbles when she was first born. Because um, the ah. one to make funny, funny. Yes, this is this essentially is Pebbles. Um, so Ava Rain debuts as part of this weird cultist group called the Schism. Explain, and explain the Schism to me. What the fuck is this? I don't know. Is like to Dark Order, but just like cooler. <laughs> yeah, it's like Dark Order with a little bit of a purpose. Like they're not a comedy act yet. Like I feel like Dark Order's comedy at this point. Or is it kind of like, uh, um, I'm trying to think of a movie where like everyone's kind of like under a spell or a cult, and they don't like they know it, but they don't know it, know it. Essentially, because you know, because you know, Joe, the two people next to Joe Gacy are the Grizzled Young Veterans. That he converted. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's the it's the grizzled young vets. You don't go <laughs> grizzled. God, I hated yeah. them so much. I thought they were so overrated. That's why. That's why the homeboy is bald because he shaved off all of his hair. Hilarious. <laughs> the schism. Sort of like the schism. God, I'm It's it's weird. I, it's hard for me to put a finger on. What exactly they are, but I'm interested to see how she does. The closest um, thing I can think of is like all the people in Get Out under the spell. Kind of. Are they all kind of happy and smiley? Yeah. Okay. I that's that's I think that's a good analogy. But is this just they'll take out all the racism? Watch <laughs> Cameron. Watch the Cameron. Then they'll freak out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with the Rock's daughter being in here. I think. Uh, Listen, if she's she's been in she's been in the PC for a while. She's clearly earned her way onto the show. She's been there for like what a year or two? She's had, she's, had, like she's, had, she's yeah. seventeen, right? Yeah, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, she's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, also, you got to follow in Louis to one of the biggest shadows in wrestling history. So uh, give her something completely different and <laughs> random. This is probably her choice too. I doubt that, but maybe. Maybe, you know, um, she's one of, she's literally her and Sola Sokoa are fourth generation wrestlers. The first fourth generation wrestlers in WWE history. That's 
fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it is absolutely absurd. So good for her. Her first words out of her mouth were "die, Rocky, die," which was not what the first words that she said, but I wish it was. You know, um, uh, I, I was just thinking her and Solo should have a kid, but they might be related. Yeah, they're they're probably related. They're they're, they're definitely probably related. So no, good for her. I want to see how she builds. I'm interested to see how she is in the ring because like I have not seen any wrestling footage of her at all. Yeah, not a thing. Probably not a, at the well, no, she had a first match somewhere, but they probably well during like the the Florida the Florida loop that they do. Yeah, the turns so she's probably she definitely has had ring work. The only time I saw her do anything is when The Rock showed up at the PC randomly to watch his daughter train him, and he he got in the ring to like show them how to do a suplex, and he suplexed his own daughter. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say she hasn't wrestled for a few months. No, I think I I think when you when you pull her up when when she does wrestle, I think it has to be a big deal. I think she's she's she you know acclimates herself to TV and doing all that stuff, and then she ends up wrestling. Yeah, let's get her TV time. Right, she's probably green yeah. as grass. Yeah, she was okay on the mic. Didn't give her much to do. She hit her lines. It was perfectly fine. Yeah, let her get so. used. Let her figure out where the cameras are first. <laughs> to, to let her pull a Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, or an Adam Cole who just doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Adam Cole took that vacation money, and I don't, I don't blame him. Um, but yeah, well, I do have that good... concussion money too. Yeah, I have good news for you, Will. Uh oh, we found Alexa Lopez. Nice. She's back on NXT. Oh, I found her. She, I see her Instagram everywhere. Don't worry, <laughs> I know exactly where she is. Uh, Zaylee's Instagram too has been interesting as of late, and her TikTok. Don't tempt me with a good time, Ricky. No, it's, 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 it's her TikTok videos are on her Instagram. Oh, right. Yeah. Just bathing. Zylie underscore WWE. Yeah. But anywho, Alexa Lopez. You can be a whore if you wanted to. Good Lord. (laughs) But anywho, Alexa Lopez apparently was never left the, never left the NXT parking lot. And she just is back there. And now she's going on a solo run. And I think besides the fact that Zelina Vega, um, was, going to be used as part of Legato. The fact that she was kept on NXT means they they have they see a lot of promise in her, I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, no, that means they're giving her a shot. They just figured Selena be better at it because she did it before and they needed something for her to do on the main roster. Uh but at least, they, at least they didn't release her. Yeah, no, that's a good thing. That's I a good see thing. this as um it, this is an opportunity this is this, this is make a break. Not, hey, we have plans for you. This is, don't fuck it up, because we took away your gimmick. Oh, no, she's still there, but I think she gets a chance to be more of her gimmick, because, like, I feel like she was sidelined as, like, the essentially the, the sidekick manager to Legato. Yeah. Like, we never got to see her do really much of anything. So it's a couple of matches here and there. But we'll see what happens. So so good for her. Good for her. Also, something that I think you'll be very happy about. Well, this has been showing up a lot during Halloween Havoc, as well as during um, NXT this past week. Uh, somebody's burning a mask. Does that mask look familiar to you, Will? No. Could you feast your eyes on that mask for me really quickly? Feast. Oh, Don Dijakovic? Yeah, it looks like his retribution days are over. So one moment of silence for T Bar. You mean he is he joining masculine male models too? 
I wish, but no, it's just an NXT promo. Yeah. Don't I f- don't I f- I don't tell me what a good time. Don't tell me what a good time with T Bar joining Maxwell Models, because I would probably piss myself if he showed up. Dude, they always call him Tabor. 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 T a b o r with like two two dots of Dom- or Dominique with a Q U and like an E with all these accents on it. Dominique Tabor. Dominique Tabor. That's, that's a great name. Yeah. That's a great name. Uh, but it looks like it looks like Dijakovic is coming back to NXT with his original Dijakovic's name, or maybe a different name because I think Dominic Dijakovic is actually his real name. But he is well, coming we, back. We have the internet. Well, he hasn't debuted yet. We've just been seeing these, uh, seeing these funky little things of him burning. I, His I real name is Earth. Christopher Dijak. Oh, okay, so never mind. Dominic Dijakovic is perfectly fine. Um, it's a shame because I miss T-Bar, especially for T-Bar's Twitter. Because remember for a while when Retrice was trying to be a thing, he was just he was roasting people on Twitter as T-Bar? No, I had no idea. Oh, he was going off, and it was... A beautiful, beautiful sight to see. Uh, but let's move on to our final part of it, which is going to be our future shock. Um, and it's going to be a great, fun future shock for us, Will, because it's wrong answers only. So we got this animated look from the Performance Center, a PC call, um, about somebody from an unknown name who is going to come and destroy all that NXT has ever built, so on and so forth, blah, 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 left the voice message, and called themselves Scripps. S-C-R-Y-P-T-S. Sincerely, Scripps. The first time it showed this past Tuesday on NXT. So my question to you, well, and to everybody listening, wrong answers only. Ooh, the fuck is scripts? So they want to destroy uh, NXT. I, I gotta see what the script, what he exactly scripts said. <laughs> Future shock. It's a stable of Meltzer, Alvarez, and Sap. Oh Shut my stop god! It. Stop it, Fretz. God, stop I was it. gonna say the ghost of Kevin Nash's kid, but Ooh, I, think, I think I think I think Fretz wins with that one. I was gonna go with like yeah. an NWO thing, but there's no one left. No, there's there's no one. Let me look at let me see. What if it's Scott Steiner? Stop it. Just, oh, Stop I saw it. It's just Scott Steiner coming to bury his nephew. Could you imagine? I mean, they I wouldn't want to have I wouldn't want to see a promo between Scott Steiner and Brown Breaker. They sound too they sound too alike. Yo, I think Fretz wins. It's just Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you exactly what the voice message that this person left said. <laughs> the elite. He goes, "Can't <laughs> <laughs> the bucks." He said, "Let go of all your pain, washing away your deepest fears. Listen with your eyes, uh, speaking with your ears." When he goes, "Awaken from the pits you call the dark," opening up to my to my soliloquy is just the start. It's a poem. Uh, watch as I come. And leave my mark as I plan to rip all of NXT apart. Sincerely, Scripps. Stupid name, Scripps. It's the Riddler. <laughs> it's, uh, who is that? Paul Dano? Is that, not Paul Dano. Who played Rid- the Riddler in the new Batman movie? The latest one. Oh, it might have been Paul Dano. Might have been Paul Dano. 
Sounds right. No, I want if it's going to be the Riddler, it better be Jim Carrey's Riddler. Oh my god! Can you imagine Jim Carrey in NXT? <laughs> yes, I got I it. It's, it's Jake. It's Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jake from State Farm. It's Tito Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want, they, they repackage Jake from State Farm as scripts, but he still wears the khaki in the he red. He still wears the khaki in the red. <laughs> it's uh. It's EC3 making cyan wrestling officially a thing of the past. <laughs> like, you're good, kid, but you're not good enough for main Ross. We're throwing you back in NXT. Uh, scripts is Ember Moon because Tony Khan wouldn't notice, anyways. <laughs> probably not. Probably still pay her, too. <laughs> I forgot she was in AEW. What is she doing over there? Exactly. Scripps could be Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho, too, uh, as well. She's in a contract. She's in a contract. AEW on five-year deals, dude. They're not going anywhere. Oh. it's a lot. Who would Scripps be? I'm trying to think of people we like that aren't doing anything that would show up out of nowhere. Like, are, they, are they hinting that it's going to be a return, or is it going to be someone brand new? There, that's all we know is what that person said. I really hope it's Lars Sullivan. Nah. Well, it, if Lars Sullivan came back as scripts, it shows that Triple H has a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Um, who is the big Welsh dude they let go that was surprised? Brock Bronson. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Monster, oh, Monster Heel. Ooh. I know it's supposed to be wrong answers only. Hornswoggle. How about that? Hornswoggle. <laughs> that, that means it's Jump the Shark. Oh, God, uh, no. It's going to be a stable. Oh, my God. I got it. It's a stable of Bronson Reed, the Funkosaurus, being managed by Hornswoggle. He's the mouthpiece. Nice. <laughs> nice. I bet it should be Bronson Reed. I love Bronson Reed. Fucking thick boy that he was. I think he'll come back. Yeah. Guy was super talented. Yeah, he was super agile. There's a lot of big boys. Um, Scripps is... Alicia Fox. Malcolm... Yes. <laughs> yes. It's our yes. fucking mind. Yes. That's speaking nonsense. Yes. yes. No, she is, like, she is, comes out with the Mad Uh-oh. Hatter hat on, has a tea party, starts reading poems. <laughs> I'm <Remember>? Scripps! <laughs> <laughs> Don't remember drink my she, tea. <laughs> remember when she was a Survivor Series like captain and she the captain and she ran with it for so long. <laughs> it's it's a real shame. Alicia Fox finally found her character right before they let her go. <laughs> Like, well, because she was actually she was not stable in real life. That was also the issue. That, that might have been true. I think she was like at a concert which wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> I think she, well, in New Orleans when we were there, remember she like showed up drunk at like WrestleCon or some shit like that? Yeah, that might have been it. <laughs> God, Alicia Fox's scripts would be great. And <laughs> no one dar still said me, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. <laughs> that that or it's the Forgotten Sons, and people are like, "Oh yeah, oh, no. shit." <laughs> Still forgotten. Um, no, it's Juice Robinson. Yuck. 
Let's get ready to bop some head scripts. Moose. Scripts. Scripts. It's Eric Young. He finally found his character. It's Eric Young. <laughs> EY. Just engulfing all of TNA. Maybe it's Jonathan Gresham. I don't fucking know. Jonathan Gresham needs to do something. How about, how about Todd Gresham? <laughs> Todd, Grisham. <laughs> Todd Grisham. Dude, it's a stable of Todd Grisham, Matt Stryker, and um, and the, the guy from TNA. Uh, uh, Mike Tanay? Not Mike Tanay, the other one who's there now. Um, oh, I don't know. The other guy with the, with the blonde tips. Um, fuck, oh. Fritz, what's his name? With Josh Matthews. Yes. It's the three of them. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the three people. All the guys there made, and Arnon, Arnon Smith, Jimmy Smith, it's just, all the, all the people, all the all the people who could make it on commentary. Taz, oh, Taz is there. So you, so you have Mar Ronaldo, Adnan Ver, Jimmy Smith, uh, Josh Matthews, and, and Todd, Todd Grisham, uh, and Matt Striker. Matt Striker. The spokesperson is Kevin Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the press they all, person. They all beat up Jay, Jerry Lawler. That's how they entered the company. <laughs> how dare you be good at commentary? <laughs> How do you follow the script, asshole? The dude invasion of NXT. Vic Joseph gets like choked out for no reason. With a tie. With a tie. <laughs> it's like Matt Striker, you fired again. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Go back to oh, Mike. You also have to add Mike Adamley in there too. No, as well. he's got dementia, or ALS, or something. Oh, oh I, I did not know. Remember, oh, I'm sorry. remember he's like he's like actually sick. Oh no, I did not know about that. So, actually. like a big reason why he was bad at WWE is because he was actually fighting the illness. Oh, uh, Mike Adamley, what does he have? Um, uh, illness. I forget what he's got. Epilepsy. Ooh, that's that's hurt. That sucks. That sucks a lot. And um, dementia. Ooh. And mood swings. This guy's got it all. And and CTE. He's a football player. I was like, yeah, why does he have CTE? How's he have CTE? Oh my god, he should not run for Congress. Yeah, he's, oh got, he's got he's got it all, dude. He's got it yeah. all. Yeah, he's a GOP's dream right now. To yeah, like when, when they first signed him, like he was like in the early, early, early stages of dementia. I don't think they caught it yet. But oh. um, like that, he was so bad as a GM and a. A uh, as a commentator because he couldn't remember things. Well, that's oh, that's that's that's. I feel bad. Yeah, he gets, I, he I gets feel... a pass. He gets a pass. Yeah, yeah he, he gets a pass. Like, pr- prior to 2017, yeah, he was the worst WWE ever hired. Post 2017, when he announced it, it's like he gets a pass. Yeah, yeah. No scripts can be. Um... What scripts be our truth? That makes sense. He was like, I was just trying rhymes on my phone. What's up? I didn't mean to hit send. <laughs> yeah, no, it's scripts as uh, R Truth and Road Dog again. Remember the Get Rowdy tag team? R Truth and Road. I forgot how long R Truth's been in this company. He's been there for a long ass time. It's gross. Absolutely gross, to be honest with you. So, yeah, who knows when the hell scripts is showing up? Um, it could be at deadline and could be, who knows, but when they show up, they're going to make their mark because NXT is in the 
really, really big. Cool and change is interesting, but that's all we have for this week, folks. Uh, CM Punk is probably going to be gone forever, which is, is what it is. Um, and a lot of different character changes, reveals, debuts all over the world of wrestling, which is a good thing, which is a very, very good thing. But for right now, folks, we got to start queuing over uh, to our post show and ending of the show for this week. So, Will, if you would please, sir, cue us out of here. Lord, out of topic. The Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 313. The schism. There's not anything demented about us. Only thing that demented that is demented here oh, well. is the fact that Kate Murphy's internet yet again crapped out right before the show, but they're probably going to have a great time watching America Horror Story in just about 40 minutes. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs uh, across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. For all things Kings, please click the link below. You can find us at K-O-T-R underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, uh, Discord, YouTube, so on and so forth. K-O-T-R underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe, Subscribe because uh, that really helps out the algorithm. Buy some merch from us. We have a lot of merch, like the merch that I'm wearing right now, my King Ricky Rose shirt. Uh, it's all online. Remember, click that link below in the description. Um, if you're listening to us, please listen to us wherever you listen to all of your podcasts by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. And follow Wrestle Addict Radio's socials at um, Addict Wrestle on Twitter at Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else. When we come back next week, we're going to be talking about Crown Jewel, but before that, we're talking about the Crown Jewel of this show right now here, Will Tarashek. That's a big compliment I don't deserve. My name is Will Tarashek. T. S. Thomas. A-R-A-S-H-U-K. All my shenanigans at Will Tarashek. I spell my name. Yeah, that's much all I got right now. Um... Our store, if you need podcast equipment, uh, whether it's an interface, mixer, audio, headphones, microphones, whatever, all inventory should be here in a few weeks. So, uh, nice. yeah, if you need to buy some shit, help us out because I put a lot of money on that credit card, so I got to pay it all off. Will Tarrant, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, find my shit everywhere. Yeah, you better, folks. When we come back next week, folks, hopefully, when we come back next week, folks, hopefully, K Murphy's internet will be working. Hopefully. 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 If not, it's just going to be us. I mean, actually, you know, Taquan, if you weren't at a haunted house, tell Taquan on retainer. Just show up whenever whenever Kimberly's internet code goes out uh, so, can, so he can be our third host as we're going to preview Crown Jewel next week. We're going to go from Crown Jewel to a couple weeks to previewing uh, Full Gear to previewing um, Survivor Series. So it's going to be a loaded November with a lot of great shows coming up. But until then, folks, we'll see you next week. Make sure you join us from the post show if you're watching us live. Goodbye. Good night. Baseball season's over, if anybody cares. Yep, go Phillies. Exactly. And uh, fuck you, Slack. Yeah, fuck you, Slack. See you next week, folks.